Queer Logging, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Lucy Cecil. And I'm Olivia Taylor. <laughs> and welcome to the news this week. Uh, how are that, you? That reminds me of like, you know, when you're watching um, like an American like film and then yeah. they, they they always have like pretend news. Yeah, like in the background yeah, or whatever. Like, and then it zooms in and it's like some like important plot point that's happening yeah. on the news. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That is like what that that's is. That's what we of. just did. The yeah. important plot point is happening. It's us. Yeah, it yeah. is us. Well, great. Hi. So what what have you what have you been up to? What's been going on oh, with you? Olivia. I don't want to sound like a droll Debbie or whatever, but I am ill. <laughs> you might be able to hear everybody a bit nasal. It's because I've got um, uh, what I like to call a breadhead. But what, in ha- what happened to the self-imposed ban on us talking about being ill? No, we self-imposed ban talking about being tired. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but not being ill. I mean, I've been ill for a while, okay. but I am ill. I'm sorry. Look, I got sent home from work on Tuesday. I was that ill. And then I've just got this horrible flu. So, well, not flu, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to move. But like horrible cold. Breadhead, which is what I like to call it when your head feels like a loaf of bread. Yeah, like a big sourdough Yeah, you head. get it. A lot of people are always like, what? And I'm like... You don't know what I mean? Breadhead, yeah, like, obviously. Like like woolly and... Yeah. Yeah. Like a big loaf of bread. Yeah, like a big carby head. <laughs> Absolute carby head. Still got the stupid cough. And um, it's just all not looking up for me. But, um, you know, as I said to you earlier when I arrived, the show must go on. It must. And, and here I am. Here you are. Yeah, but apart from that, so being ill, I've just been lo- lounging around loads and just uh, not doing very much. But what about you? Um, yeah, not not too much. I watched the new Harvey Weinstein documentary from uh, the BBC. Thrilling for you. Yeah, um, which was actually really good. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. I didn't it, even know there was one. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, it's I'm like going to watch it. 90 minutes long or something. Okay. But it's really, really good. It's on iPlayer, so I would definitely recommend watching mm, that. So okay, yeah. That's like the main thing I've done this week. Okay, yeah, is yeah, watch yeah. that. <laughs> um, and obviously, um, last week we went to see the Beths, which yes. were really good. They were really good. They were quite tired. But they yes, were good. nearing the end of the tour, and I think just absolutely feeling it, which is fair enough. Yes, and one of them was talking about how he has a six a.m. mum, which I thought was funny. Yeah, it was cute. And like, he yeah. was like measuring her love by like how early she'll get up and drive to the airport to pick him up. Yeah, yeah. she's six a.m., which what, I think what, is nice. What a.m. mum do you think you have? Well, considering my mum like drove all the way to uh, Heathrow Airport from home just to pick me up, I, I think it was about six a.m. from when I came back from Malaysia with my leg or not Malaysia Vietnam with my leg all in. Oh like, yeah, that's because like you were you were yeah. moments from death. That's why I was <laughs> on the precipice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she's uh, that that am mum yeah that's so good. what would you think your mum is well the thing is I, my mum like does the most but yes. also um we live like <laughs> you we, say, but also the least <laughs> we live yeah we live like 12 minutes away from the airport yeah so, so I, it wouldn't be a task i really. sort of feel like well it wouldn't be a task but also oh it also really wouldn't be hard for you to just, just get, get a, a taxi home. yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. it's a really hard one to yeah, measure it's oh, i think your mum would be there 24-7 I think like I think like emotionally yeah absolutely but she's not about to do something stupid for no reason oh god no no <laughs> definitely not uh, Alison's MO no it is not um so yeah they're what I am's our mums are in case you wanted to know yeah. but yeah we did that and then we went to Sheffield didn't we to see some we pals yeah. Sheffield has so much space it really does for bits it does it's um and it's really expanding in its bits 
It's getting lots of like cool things going on, lots of nice places to hang out, and uh, we love it loads. Love yeah, and we learned there was some good queer events going on for Off the Shelf coming up in the next couple of months, so we will bring some more news of that as it comes. Definitely. And we'll broaden our horizons to Sheffield and let you know what's going on there, because it's just a gorgeous day well, out, guys. It's a delightful city. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of delightful, mm. we um, keep matching with the same people on Tinder. <laughs> Delightful is not the word I would use. Although, actually, to be fair, we were, like, pissing ourselves with joy about it. Well, as you know, the pool is uh, limited, so it's going to happen eventually. I knew it would happen eventually. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was very funny that it did in the exact way that, like, it did. But the thing that the thing that makes me laugh the most about it is that I'm emblazoned across all of your Tinder. Yes, that's what we were saying, weren't we? You, My Tinder profile was essentially for me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're a like, couple's we're like, yes, which I think is interesting considering you set it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like we're looking for a, a threesome, but we are not. And um, yeah, I find it very interesting that all these people seem to keep. Uh, well, I mean, it's Tinder. Do what you want, but you're definitely there, and it's definitely you, and it's obvious. Mm. In fact, some of the pictures might even be the same. No, they're not, but they they could very much could be. They could have been from the same night. Yes, they. Yes, I think some of them are. So you know. Keep... Word to the wise. Yes, word to the wise. Eyes emoji, eyes emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are you living and longing for? Well, this week I am living for, absolutely living for, mm. on the subject of, you know, romance. Mm. I'm living for Sue Bird and Megan Rapinoe's In Style article. Oh, yeah. It is so stunning. Cute. Have you read stunning. it? Stunning. No, I haven't read it. I've seen the pick, like oh, the main pick of it. My gosh. Um, I do, do, have not got around to reading it. It is like just gay rights, honestly. <laughs> and they are both so accomplished and it like lists off, let me find it. Yeah, so it's literally the cutest article ever and they talk about how they met and like Aww. all of the bits and how long they've been together. And then... Apparently, Sue Bird comes out in like this, like really cool, edgy, like Gucci suit, oh, yeah. and then uh, Megan Rapinoe is like, "Oh my god, like you'll never let me like put you in any of these clothes," because apparently, like um, Rapinoe is like all about like wanting to get a thousand Botoxes and oh, like wearing okay. loads of designer outfits right. and things, and Sue Bird just like wears some moisturizer she's like found on the floor or whatever <laughs> she's like very low low maintenance so it's like really funny because she's always like trying to put her in outfits and sue is just like no that's yeah, not how sue okay. sees it yeah. um <laughs> but then there's this bit at the end which is like i think it's cute but maybe it's a bit intense but i liked it and um it says, and of course, when the world is banging down their door, Rapino knows who she can turn to. I love the shit out of you, she says to Bird. I always tell her, if you break up with me, I'm going to crumble. I'll be like a pile of ashes. So think about it because you'll ruin my life. Oh my God. I know. That is intense, but she is an intense woman. Which yeah. She, she's a passionate woman. She's a passionate woman. woman much like, like, we love to see it. Much like Billy Piper. Much like. Yeah. And it like talks about how many like Olympic medals they have between them. Oh my God, how many gorgeous. a million prizes they've won. And it's just them like wearing like, a lot of leather and like a lot of matching yeah, suits. Yeah, it's great. Hey, everybody, Honestly. everybody have a little look. It's just, it's and it's so editorial, and they're wearing yes. some very like oversized trousers. Yes, of course, you've got to wear a huge trouser in uh, in your in your in style shoot. I think you do. So that is Stunning. definitely what I am living for. What I am longing for is that we are going to go and see partner in about one second. We are seeing partner in about one second. Yeah, so it's yeah, a long, so that's very why long. We are yeah longing to get this episode done as soon as possible. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to see partner. It's going to be very good, hopefully. A nice, fun time. So I'm excited about that. What are you living along for this week? I am living for, and this might be a bit controversial because I think everybody else is like not uh, living for it, but I'm living for the turn in the weather. 
and the beckoning herald of autumn. Okay. <laughs> I have just got, and I think because I've got a cold as well, I'm feeling very like within the 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 season that yes. is that is upon us. Tis the season yeah. to have cold. It is. But I love like um it when you get these cooler days with sun and the, the leaves are starting to turn and it's just a bit nicer and a bit more comfortable for me. And well, I just you, like you it. You did make a very nice warming aubergine dish. Oh thank you. I just, <laughs> I just threw that together. Yeah. I literally <laughs> handed Lucy like an old aubergine and was like, can you cook this? And she did. And I did, yeah. Um yeah I just feel it's very nice and I can't wait for like all the nice autumn things of like having a fire and going for nice crispy walks and stuff like that speaking of fires and crispy walks mm. um i'm gonna do the most boring thing that i've ever done now oh my god i'm gonna tell you about the dream i had last night <sighs> i love hearing about people's dreams do you yeah, do you actually 100 that bitch everyone hates hearing about dreams oh, my god, don't I love they? It. oh isn't it boring do- if it's like not your dream oh well Oh, that's, that's no, good I like okay, it. Okay, I feel fine. Yeah, so you're seen. You're in it, so that's fine. Well, absolutely fine. It's so, my dream too. It was it was so odd. So I had this dream that um you and I were somewhere in Europe. Mm. I want to say like Italy or Spain Great. or I'm, I'm Portugal, here for it. I'm here somewhere for like it. that, like on a holiday. Mm. And it was absolutely, absolutely pitch dark, and we were in an Airbnb. <laughs> right. Right. And then we'd like gone out to, I think it was just like a very small Juliet balcony and it just looked out onto like a bit of like an alley. Um, And it was absolutely pitch dark. And I think we were just like having a drink and just like chatting. We'd got in from where we'd been. Okay. And then anyway, my friend from work, Tom. Okay. Yeah. um, Arrives at the bottom having just committed a murder. (gasps) Yes. Fuck's sake, Tom. So he's just committed a murder. And then with him, he had his younger brother and sister who he doesn't have in real life. He he does, he does, but not this young. They they were literally in my dream, like seven and five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like really young. And he's got them and he's just done this murder. And he's like shouting, like, is anyone there? Is anyone there? Like he just happens to be in this European location at the same time. And I like know it's Tom. And then you're like, we get down on the floor mm. on, on the balcony mm. and to hide. And then you like start to get up to like say like, yeah, we're here. Yeah. And I was like, Lucy, what are you doing? You can't be doing this. Yeah, I'd never Because do that. he's just done this murder. And you were like, no, statistics show, mm. Olivia, wow. that actually if you announce yourself to the murderer, you're like much less likely to be killed. And I was like, I do not believe that statistic. <laughs> you know, I love stats. Yes. Very and, good at murder in the dark. Well, <laughs> The stats were lying to you about this. And I said, Lucy, we're not doing it. And you were like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And I was like, no. We And we were like arguing about it. Shit. And I was like, can you please like stop talking so we can try not to get murdered by my friend from work? Oh my God. So anyway, he just left. And then we were like, that bit was over. Because okay. you know, dreams yeah, are weird. Yeah, classic dream. And then the murder bit was gone. And then we were like, oh, that was a bit stressful. Shall we go to the pub? As is our MO. <laughs> <laughs> So we were like, let's, to every let's go to the pub. Next second, we apparate into Hebden Bridge. Oh, yes. hello. <laughs> so we were into Hebden Bridge and then we go into this like pub that is like off of the holiday, you know, like very... I've not seen the holiday, you know that. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's very like, sorry. If but yes. But it's very like cozy, crispy, lovely, warm, lovely. like in the lovely. Cotswolds, but lovely. in Hebden Bridge. Love it. Right. There's like roaring fires. Love very... too. It. yes so we go in and we're like oh this is such a lovely pub better yet there's some live music happening oh. <laughs> and so oh my God, who is we were like oh it's like this band i wonder what this is about and yeah. then anyway we worked out that they were um a tribute band okay and we were like oh like who are they a tribute band for <laughs> anyway <laughs> they're a tribute band for the pokes <laughs> But instead of being called the Pogues, they were called the Prorogues. 
As in proroguing government. Parliament. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Somebody has to start the band, the Pirogues. Even in my dreams, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> Do you not think? Right, I'd just like to change my living for, I am now living for your dream. <laughs> <laughs> that is ah! stunning. Yes. I Amazing. Was, I was very, very um, impressed. So um, enough about my dream. What are you longing for? Well, I'm longing for you to have some of those same dreams and I would like to have them as well. And also for our debut album as the, per- the, per- the Pirogues. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what like other <laughs> political tribute band names I'll come up with next. <laughs> the Hong Parliament is yes. quite a good name for a band. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So I would, I'm longing for that, but I'm also, actually, before you told me all these things, uh, I'm longing for our trip to Margate next week, which yes. will be in, po- in pod week this week, as it were. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to Margate for one of our mates' 30th, and it should be a nice jolly time. Absolutely gorgeous. Never Can't been wait. to Margate, so excited to see the queer scene down there. It's supposed to be quite the scene. Yeah, we're going to this like hilarious Barfold Sundowners. Yes, heard lots of tales, so very, yeah. very intrigued. If you've been to Sundowners, time. let us know. Yeah, hit us up, let us know. Um, so yeah, that is what I'm longing for. And what have you been consuming this week? So uh, in my... God, say drug adults, but this is not correct. <laughs> In my sickness-riddled brain, yes, I have been basically not being able to consume very much. Your but bread brain, bread my brain, breadhead. Mm. Um, but I have watched all of um, like the end of season one because I hadn't watched the end of it, and season two of Mindhunter, which I told you a little bit about. Yeah, off, off mic. People are watching that. Yeah, so it's it's like a really good premise. It's like, and it's based on sort of true story of like late 70s early 80s um when the fbi decided to start like this like secret like group within the fbi started to try and work out like profiles of serial killers so all about profiling and stuff which obviously is something we really know about now Mm. but didn't used to exist Mm. so they started like interviewing famous serial killers and stuff to try and get like ideas of why people do things and then try and figure out if they can use that implement it in newer crimes or whatever yeah so it's all about that and like you get like the classic setup of an episode is like the main character having a little bit of backstory but also like going and like interviewing like ed kemper or someone who's like a dead famous serial killer and it's Mm. like like charles manson and stuff like that so you get to see all that and it's like an exciting thing for people who like true crime but uh, it's really good and in the second season they went more into like their sort of personal lives as well made it a bit more of like a good drama um and what i want to talk about on here is that there is um anna torv is on it who plays a doctor uh well like a professor who's like comes into the team and she is a lesbian in it and she has this like classic lesbian tv storyline of like um like finding a girlfriend by them like doing some eyes at each other at a bar and then like making some like hilarious remarks to each other about like she's like so if um if you and i were to want to go somewhere is there somewhere we could go (laughs) it's all very like furtive and like oh what's going on anyway she gets this girlfriend um and it's just um it's like a good depiction i think of like what it might have been like for people um in that time being gay and it's still not being like only having just come off the like criminal register and like the um yeah the, the what it was called the dsm whatever it's called yeah. so where it was still like a mental illness and it, so there's like a scene where she literally is like uh they're like oh you the rest of the guys in the group, because it's all men, are like, oh, it's like still, you know, uh, a mental illness or whatever. And she's like, no, it isn't. And she has to sort of stand up for it, but like also not 
she she uses being a lesbian in a story to one of the serial killers to try and like get on a level with him um and they just think she's like made up they're like oh you did such a good job there making that up like they couldn't even possibly think it could be true so and it's like really like torturous to see that in her character it's really sad yeah um and basically like spoiler alerts if you're gonna watch it but um she her and the girlfriend like it cut they come to like a head over this like sort of topic of how she won't like be out at work Mm. and then the the other girl the girlfriend's got like an ex-husband who she won't like tell about her and it's all this like it just felt quite real like that could be like yeah especially for that time exactly for that time so i thought it was like a good depiction of that but i was also disappointed that it ended sadly that they broke up and they couldn't like see that actually their like relationship was better like was worth hanging on to speaking of which have you heard this week that Kristen Stewart came out about how she was dissuaded from being public about her sexuality and holding her girlfriend's hand in public if she wanted to be like in the new I don't know like X-Men or whatever yeah something like that yeah I saw that and it's that's heartbreaking and really 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 like disappointing and you would think as well like in this day and age, yeah, people still might have those opinions, but you wouldn't think that they'd be, like, vocalised. No, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, that maybe someone would think it who's, like, in the, the that sphere, but, like, they wouldn't say, say it, it. And, you know, she would never have any sight or sound of people thinking that. But not that, it, no, not that makes it any better. It's just no, kind no, of, no, like... No, 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 of course not. But, um, yeah, no, I just see it very surprising and very sad, but I'm glad that she, you know, just holds her girlfriend's hands all the time, so... And who cares if she's going to be in a Marvel movie? She probably will be now. She'll get her own one. Yeah, she's, yeah. In, she's in all the movies. And she's also, in all the um, movies. That, that, I was saying the other day on our group chat that that Clouds of Sils Maria is on iPlayer at the moment. Yes. When you sent that to the group chat, I was like, I don't know what you are saying. I thought you'd done like some typos. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know, like I didn't know it as a reference point for anything. And I looked it up and I'm like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I do know what that is. I didn't know it was called that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we need to watch that. It is like, have you seen it ever? <laughs> no. Oh yeah. It is like. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, right. It's like her being like the most herself one. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the first movie that I ever went to see at home cinema. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I can't remember the first movie as I saw at home cinema. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, good, good, good one. (laughs) Also, I read this week in The Guardian that next year all primary schools must teach pupils that different types of families exist. So um, there is an opinion piece on um, the LGBT rights section of The Guardian about it. And um, basically... For Stonewall, this school year marks the beginning of the end of a decades-long campaign to get an inclusive education system in England. So in um, September of next year, there'll be new regulations for teaching relationships and sex education in English schools. And it'll mean that a whole generation will attend schools to not only accept LGBT people and same-sex relationships, but also celebrate and offer support on the issues that young LGBT people face. And apparently... um, up until really, really recently, um, well, obviously Section 28 banned um, the promotion of homosexuality, but there was also another thing in place that basically meant that if people were, like, doing homophobic slurs and things like that, the teachers weren't allowed to punish their students for it. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I know. Insane. Um, I, would, I would say just about that, that, um, <laughs> that, that line you just read out of saying that it will mean that 
all people go to a school where they accept same-sex relationships is a really odd way of putting it because yes there'll be regulations and stuff like that yeah. which means that on paper on um by the book you're not allowed you're supposed yeah. to accept these things yeah, like, that like, is that is people, not the same no. for people's actual lived experiences and no. stuff like that so but that's what's going to be taught anyway yeah hopefully, hopefully it will move towards a a better uh school being a better space for um all people's yeah. like um like as they grow up but i think that that's just a bit grandiose statement to make i literally had no um like lgbt plus ed- like sex educational oh relationship God, education no. at all in school the only thing that really stuck out in my mind which is so weird is i remember my form tutor saying i just don't even think this is a statistical like then i don't think it was maybe yeah but he was like yeah like one in three of you are going to end up gay <laughs> And we were like, gay. Gonna end up gay. And then obviously all the kids then start counting one, two, gay, one, two, gay. And then everyone's like, oh, you know, and it's like, yeah, is this the most useful way to kind of bring us up? Wow. Um, And I like remember that as being like, uh, I don't know, just a a thing. Yeah, I literally like, I I barely even got like um, any sex education in all schools I went to because every time I went seemed to go to a school it had they would have had like just done it okay um, so like when i went to came back to england and went to gcse school they were like gonna start or they'd already done it or something and now you're 29 you don't know where babies come from yeah stalks yeah, <laughs> yeah. cabbage patch yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah i think i got a tiny bit gcse that was it but like yeah the only like lgbt uh, education i ever got was my first day um <laughs> my new school in England when I was just looking at a board uh like a display board behind someone's head and she did not take kindly to it she was a big school bully Mm -hmm. and she was like what are you looking at what are you looking at are you gay are you dyke are you a dyke and I was like wow I mean she had the perception that I didn't know the time (laughs) but but I was like oh okay and that's that's as far as it went for LGBT uh, education in in my school I would say I was LGBT education you sure She was horrible. Just want to clarify that for you. <laughs> Unless the board was about LGBT education, that's maybe what you're it was. At. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I think it was about like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What a sad state of affairs. Yeah. So hopefully this will go to improve yes. that. But I think you're right. Like it is a bit of a grandiose um, statement to make, and just because something has been put in place from the teachers, it'll take a long time for that to sort of trickle down. Yeah. But also, um, you know, but it's heart- the right heartening depictions of school, like in Euphoria, show that like a lot of opinions are changing and young people have a lot more of like a fluid attitude towards sexuality. Yes. So hopefully that will, I'll be interested to see like, cause I feel like we sort of get that idea that that's what young people are like, kind of like through social media and stuff, but it, are we just in like an echo chamber and well, actually yeah. are most schools in the UK still just like Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Sort of. Absolutely. Horrid. Pick it off the, yeah. pick it off the, week. the weakest yeah. members of the herd. <laughs> you are the weakest link, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to know like what, the reality is so if you're a teacher get in touch let us know like what yeah, your experience is because i would like to know Definitely. maybe we can you know go in and do a queer longing in schools education oh my performance God. my mom was like would you ever like to like come to school she's a teacher she's like what do you think about like going into schools and like coming to my school and like doing a talk about it and i was like what this is like right at the beginning of queer logging i was like what but now i'm like i think that might be what we should do oh my god we become the advocates we'll be podcast and education <sighs> yeah coming to a school near you hi <laughs> um speaking of euphoria did you see the article with uh, rue with... where she was big hay bale no with big hay bale 
Yeah. There's an article where she's like, she's got a skirt that's like a giant hay bale. Oh, no, I have not seen that. Oh, okay. The one with Barbie Fer- Ferreira. Yes. Um, saying that she hopes that her character, Kat, um, has some more queer storylines. Yes. Some more queer intentions in the second season. Mm. Um, I thought that was great. Very exciting. And because she says like, I think she's, the quote is something like, I'm queer as hell she's in like, my real yeah, life. Yeah, my, my life is as gay as hell. Yeah, something like that. I'm, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm as gay as hell in my real life or something. Yeah. yeah. So um, that would be a great... Uh, avenue and hopefully that'd be good to have some more queer even more queer characters on yeah, euphoria i feel like that'd be great for cat yeah we would love that so We'd love to see that we support that so what have you been consuming olivia apart from the uh harvey weinstein uh, documentary oh yeah so i watched that i've been watching shit's creek on your recommendation oh, i'm trying to it. lay low this week and just like do some things that i need to do and that has been helping me it's so stupid honestly <laughs> like i'm just watching it and i'm like my brain cells are just like slowly evaporating out of my brain i'm just going like that yeah, yeah i yeah. feel like all right beavers and butthead watching yeah it. but also the mum is just gay right she is the best yeah. moira with all those wigs on the wall what a hun i love her so much you know how i feel about it we've talked about it and yeah i'm, I'm pleased you're watching it it gets better and better as well like i said to you it really really does age like a glorious wine okay <laughs> and you will love it more and more and then you get like really attached to it before okay. you know it before well, you know it i've been watching that and then i also watched at the weekend call me by your name which was just a stunning sunday thing to do what yeah we were gonna watch that together but you've seen it for god's sake you've seen it this is like um book all over again no it's not and i watched that i as thought well. we were gonna watch, I watched... watch and do you know what do you... oh right okay <laughs> fucking great <laughs> don't hear from you all week and now i know why <laughs> Fucking silence, radio silence. And this is why I think radio all silence. I've talked to you. Absolute radio silence. I've talked to you every single day. <laughs> <laughs> every single day that there's been. <sighs> yeah. Well, I actually read Call Me By Your Name uh, the other weekend when I was at my parents' house. I read it in one and a half days. Oh my God, so you watched the film first. That's yeah, not like yeah, you. Yeah, well, it's not like me and it's not normal. Not the normal way of doing things. No. And... I would actually say, and I don't know if this is because I've seen the film first, but I've, I have done that with other things. Um, I think the film is better than the book, which doesn't usually happen. Oh, I think the book's better than the film. Yeah, interesting. But I think that, I, and I think there is a whole thing with when you do that, uh, as a person, uh, not you, yeah. <laughs> when the person does that, of uh, always liking the first one more if it's something you like. Don't you love the bit with, with the dad and him at the end? I where, where the dad's like, die oh, for that bit. I'm basically don't, gay at the don't, end. Don't, don't, don't. I love that bit so much. That bit's so nice. It's so good. And that is word for word from the book, which is, I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was watching it and I was like, this feels very close to how yeah, that, I imagined it. In that the is book. Word, it's like word for word. Right. I was like, this, that's word for word. And then I even like checked it and it is. So um, yeah, what did you think of the film? Yeah, I really liked the film. It yeah. was it was very close to how I imagined it in my like mind. Right, eye yeah, yeah. Of reading the yeah. book. And it is very like evokes that feeling of like long hot gay summer oh so much yeah it's, yeah it's such queer logging and like my summer of love y- yeah and all the bits so hot and like yeah and it's nice because it's kind of like you know you sort of get the feeling that they know it's not gonna you know work out to be this whole thing forever yeah for like loads of reasons and not not necessarily because you know their gayness is going to stop them from being together no it's yeah. just kind of like they're sort of at different points in their life it's just like a transient thing it's like summer and it's like timothy chalamet's character sort of like knows that yeah and then i think it's really nice like when um 
when he rings back up when he's back in America to like say he's getting married and they like talk on the phone and I was just like oh and then the bit at the end when it's a Sophie Ann Stevens song and he's, he's just, just staring like, into the fire yeah staring oh, into the fire for like 12 my minutes my heart I love that oh, so good that's so yeah, good and that's for me that's one of the other reasons why I think the film is better than the book because the book goes on so much longer at the end there's so much more that happens yeah, in, there is. in future and stuff which I think is completely unnecessary and I think it's I like that in the film um it keeps it to that summer it keeps it to that yeah. summer with the little added just wintry bit where yeah. they have the yeah. they think it's important but it keeps it to this whereas in the book it goes to like elio being like 30 odd yeah. and, and and like I, I didn't i didn't like that i was like oh and i don't want to know about all of that yeah i want it to be like it's this one instance. yeah it, it does kind of feel like it should just span the yeah, summer. Should, I do know. Yeah, what you mean. yeah. But so. um, yeah, it was a well, great, great, a great film. Well, you know, listen, next time you had Booksmart, I've had Call Me by Your Name, but you've seen it. <laughs> I know, but I love it. Right, I well, thought we were gonna watch it together. We can watch it. Well, again. I'm gonna watch it on my own. We so can again. Wa- we can. No, we need to watch. Yes, that. again. We need to watch that um, Ellen Page <laughs> and Kate Mara one. Okay, fine. We can watch where that they're together. like on the different sides. We must promise to watch that together. Okay, well, we'll we'll watch okay. that next week and it'll be fine. And what did you think of Booksmart? Just quickly. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, isn't it great? Yeah, and it's so gay rights. Yeah, well. I really want to watch it again. Actually, I, I feel like and it's that, been long enough. And the bit where like the not beanie one, what's her name in it? I don't I know. I cannot remember. The I know her name's Caitlin, like, right? The actress, but I don't know what. her Well, name like is. you know when they go to the party and she is like after that one called Ryan that she thinks is a lesbian. Yeah. And then she like gets with that guy. Yes. And I was just like, oh my god, like I remember this so clearly of like being so unsure about everyone. Like not that you can be so sure about everyone now. But no. you know when you're younger it's like you just you, li- you actually really, have no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. And there's like you, you don't have the vocabulary to kind of like express any of these things or like to just no. have a conversation around like glean some information or extract some kind of like yeah and then the bit where like <laughs> the one who's always like really moody has just been like gay the whole time oh in the my bathroom. god yeah i love that so <laughs> much she, yeah yeah, so good. yeah um i knew she i i, I knew as as an adult watching it yeah i was like she's the gay one yeah i knew then, it from the beginning i was like when she has her like first line with her or something i was like she's the yeah gay and then the bit the bit towards the end where like she says about she says about her panda and then the mum and dad come in and they oh, all start yeah. hugging the panda <laughs> That is so funny. It's so funny and so good. Yeah, I really want to watch it again. Yeah. I'm pleased you've seen it now. I am very pleased about it as well. And <laughs> I love Beanie the most. And they've just started recording how to... Recording? They've just started to film <laughs> How to Build a Girl in Toronto. Oh, um, yeah. So I saw on Instagram that she did a picture with Catelyn oh, Brown yeah, today. I saw saying that, it was yeah. like their first day doing it. So Ooh. that'll be very exciting as well. So yeah, I consumed those. And then um, <laughs> I also read two books that you have given me that we've spoken about on the podcast before, so I won't go into it too much, but I've read Crudo and I read Hot Milk. You've caught up Hot to me. Milk changed my life. Thank you. That is what I was trying to say. Hot milk. Can we just I'm so glad as well though that like everyone else I've talked to about it and like lent it to so far you uh, feels the same you know yeah. when you like I, I get like it wouldn't change my feelings about it but I get really precious about things that I love and then I get like sad if someone else is like yeah it's fine yeah and I'm like what yeah like, what oh my god um, yeah what a book what a lady what a book <laughs> exactly yeah I took myself out to the park oh and I read it in the park Angel Meadows bleep <laughs> <laughs> We, they already know you live here. We've <laughs> oh, yeah. talked about living near Victoria. Yeah, okay. I took it to the park. <laughs> I'll, I'll bike out the, the angel. <laughs> I took it. I went to a meadow you and I read a, it. You went to a lovely private meadow. Yeah. No, I went to the park and I read it. Um, lovely. And 
I just love it. And it is such a lingerer. Like the feeling of it is just lingering with me. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Much like the Medusa stings on her back. Oh, Olivia, wonderful. <laughs> oh my God. She is just such a talented, talented, talented writer. Every yes. single word and sentence is so intentional. Yes. And you're like, wow, this is poetry in motion from yes. Deborah. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you not think? She's a poet. She didn't even know it. <laughs> Deborah. It's so good. I, I can see it now and I, I like already want to like read it again. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was so like devastated when i was near the end and such a good book to read kind of towards the end of summer yeah well that's yeah that's i, I really wanted to read it like in the summer and crudo is a great summer and read so as is well. crudo, yeah yeah and so is call me by your name I'm, i've read so many like proper like summer reads summer and outline reads. also summary yeah so great now um, i need to get into the autumnal reads and they're all gay rights well now you should read ali smith autumn i've read that read it again. i need to read spring which is <laughs> it's the wrong time of year i might wait till spring <laughs> yeah maybe you should wait till spring um but yeah i read both those books Lovely. and it's nice to kind of like <coughs> It's nice to kind of get back into reading again. I'm very yes. like peaks and troughs with it. Yeah. And that has really sort of helped. And there's a couple of more books that um, are on my list. I'm going to start reading a book called Less. Oh, yeah. Um, which I might have spoken about before. I think I mentioned it. Um, it's definitely like done the rounds of our friendship groups etc i know yeah. a lot of people have read it i haven't read it yet so i've down i downloaded it actually for canada on my kindle oh, okay yeah. but um i never got around to reading it because it just like wasn't that kind of holiday yeah. so i'm gonna read that next i think and i will report back but yeah. another gay rights book for us to be reporting yeah on for i am also reading a gay rights book i am reading on earth we are brief we're briefly, we're briefly go- gorgeous. gorgeous oh by i Ocean really Vong, to read which that. is your um your friend our friend kate oh is that what she <laughs> lent, lent you lent, lent to me oh um, i've heard stunning reviews yes. from, of that and yeah. it was also on the back to school hilo book oh was it oh podcast. okay yeah. yeah so um we have our own lovely friendship qll going on mm. and i'm really pleased i've got it i need to like I went, I borrowed it from a couple, like couple weeks ago when we went to London, and I'm aiming to give it back to her when we go to Margate. So it means like I've got a deadline, I've got to read it. So and I definitely will. I've started a few pages in. It's very good. It's very like okay. poetic and lovely. Oh. Um, and it's about like a a Vietnamese American guy, and it's sort of like he's writing back to his mother about like their experience and stuff, and him being a queer person. Yeah, it is. It, I can tell it's gonna be very rich and I lovely. I can't wait to read that. And apparently, so, it's yeah. just so well written. He's like our age, and it just is like oh. too much. Sally Rooney all over again. Oh God. Um, <laughs> okay, but gay rights. Yeah, but but gay rights. <laughs> also, I'm sure you have heard the oh. big news of the week. Olivia, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it, but we can try. Nicki Minaj herself has announced her retirement. Fuck. How do you feel? I'm in shock. I can't believe it. I'm devastated. Do you think that it's actually true? Well, that's the thing. People are saying, like, maybe she's just doing a big old troll and, like, it's not true. And she's just going to be like, ah, I didn't beat it, suckers! And then, like, come back and do loads of bits because that could be something yeah. she does. Because I read the Guardian article that was, like, pondering this fact yeah. today and then it was talking about all the other artists that, like, said they're retiring and that they didn't and it named when Jay-Z released the Black Album in, like, 2003 yeah. and said, this is my last album. Seven albums later, he's still Here releasing he albums. Jay's. So, yeah. but she did say in 2004 that by this point in time she wanted to be taking her kid to preschool. Yeah. And, you know, and, and as she said, she's going to retire with the crown. Yeah. So, mm. Do you think she has the crown? Well, I think, because I think this is the speculation, isn't it? That, like, she sort of has decided, like, oh, I'm everyone, like, I'm not the main one anymore and I don't want to do it anymore. Mm. Because, like, there's Cardi and there's yeah. other people coming up the ranks. And maybe she's just sick of that. Fair enough. Just, why not? Yeah. It's kind of a shame, though, I think that, I think that Guardian article was sort of right because she has had to 
be the real trailblazer and yeah. sort of be at the real coal face of making all these changes for women in rap and everything she says about being like the queen of rap and like championing women in rap like you know in her career is so absolutely true it's just kind of a shame that towards the end it's like turned a little bit sour for her yeah definitely and um it just yeah it seems like often she is like less gracious and more sour grapes about yes, certain things it does that have seem like that. happened but i suppose you know if you work really hard your albums do really well like over and over like you never get a grammy cardi b like walks in she does one album yeah it's amazing and she gets a grammy yeah that's like, gonna be hard that is gonna be hard yeah i i can see where her like uh in quotes bitterness comes from like so um i ho- i just hope for nikki because i do love her i still love her that she um, whatever she goes on to do, she's happy and content in it. Yeah, apparently she got married in secret. Oh right, so she is married. Apparently, okay. I'm not. I don't even know who she's going out with. Do you? Nope. <laughs> no, I do not know. No. Well, anyway, all the best, to Nikki, in all of her endeavors. What's your favorite Nikki song? High school. Obviously, if anybody needs a good Nikki song that they, they don't know about because it's a bit underrated, High School. Yeah, closely. High school, closely followed by Make a Baby. Make a Baby. Unreleased. Go on YouTube. Nicki Minaj, Make a Baby. You will not regret Let's, it. That, they both deserve to be linked in the show notes. Oh, yeah. I want like a vinyl that's just those two. Oh my God, absolutely. And it will never exist. Um, no, it won't, but that is a dream <laughs> that you must keep. Oh, I must hope this. Um, speaking of, of Nicki, mm. um, it's difficult because I love Nicki, but it does fall under something I want to talk about <gasps> next. So I can't not make the connection because it's time for... I don't agree with it. So this week I am talking about something that I don't agree with. And for once, it is not commuter-based. Shit. Yes. So um, it's actually something that I voiced on our way home from Sheffield the other day. Oh, right. Okay. And it's I don't agree with when in songs they like make lists that don't match of of countries and cities <laughs> you are so right about this it so is stupid Nicki Minaj did it on her girls fall like dominoes song where she goes girls girls every day from London to Canada and the USA like <laughs> it should be like England Canada the USA or the UK Canada and the USA yes I totally agree and it's also an adjacent Derulo song where he's like where he's like, Tokyo, Spain. Yes, he says Tokyo, Spain. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I can't remember what song it is, but yes, no. Um, it is annoying. Do you know, I know another one. What? JLS, You Make Me Wanna. What do they say? London to Jamaica. Yes. LA to Africa. Africa, yes. Can we not? Yeah. Yeah, very annoying. And you can't be, you can't be bringing continents into this. <laughs> what are you playing at, JLS? Exactly. So I absolutely don't agree with that. What don't you agree with this week? Well, mine is, um, unfortunately, is commuter-based in a sense, and but it is linked to that same car journey. And you're going to agree with me that you also don't agree with it. Don't agree with there not being enough toilets available when you bloody need one. Oh my gosh. So we were stuck in some traffic on the way to Sheffield on the motorway because uh, there was a crash. We got past the crash and we were like, right, we've got to just pull off and go to the toilet because we absolutely need one. Um, and it's going to have to happen. And at this point, I was I like one of the most desperate I've ever been. It was <laughs> most desperate. One of the most desperate. It was not good. Um, and then... Uh, so we pulled off I found like on the map like what looked like a big Sainsbury's I was like oh they're blue so we pulled off went to this big Sainsbury's turns out not as big a Sainsbury's as we thought but not a tiny Sainsbury's you go in it's attached to this what they called a shopping centre which was about six shops you go in and ask if there's um, a, a loo and they say no you're in a shopping centre which 
can I just point out, if I'm in a shopping centre, I expect there to be a loo more than if I wasn't, yeah. right? So there wasn't one. Anyway, we actually we go, went across to a BP garage. There wasn't one there either. There should always be toilets in petrol stations. This is my new rule. The, there yeah. should always be a toilet there in a petrol station. There always are in North America. Yeah, here. it's just ridiculous. And then we had to end up, go down this road. I had to go to Merry England, which Hilarious. was the weirdest place I've ever been. Yes. It, was like, it was like all dark. It was, it was like what you expect to find in the Midwest of America trying to be England. But it was also a drive-thru. It was so weird. It was so weird. But we managed to have a wee eventually. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, I just don't agree with there not being enough toilets, especially because like, if you're a man, you can just piss wherever and it fucks me off. Interesting that you are bringing up our commuter-based concerns because <laughs> we actually had a DM from star listener Basma who messaged us and said, this is very random, but since 99% of your I don't agree with it's our commuter-based, naturally you guys came to mind when I saw this. Oh my God, perfect. Apparently there's a study that says talking to strangers while commuting makes you happier, even when the person has headphones on or is playing Candy Crush. So I replied and said, oh my God, does this mean that we have to be friendly? <laughs> and then they said, this could be your next experiment. <laughs> So, well, we might give it a go, but we probably won't. Yeah, apparently we have to speak to people on the tram. <laughs> the only way I'm speaking to someone in the tram is tell them to move up. <laughs> Get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, maybe I should take that on board. So thanks for that, Basma. Appreciate the Perfect, yeah. appreciate the studies. Love it. Well, so I would also say, though, I don't agree with if someone's wearing headphones, they're probably wearing from reasons so don't talk to them. <laughs> so, yes. But fine, whatever. And speaking of headphones... What are you listening to and your headphones this week? It's time for track of the week. I just was about to do the <laughs> drum were, roll. But we don't, but we don't roll do it for that it. one. Um, Ironically. My, my track of the week this week is from the new Bat for Lashes album. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that came out today Ooh. and the album's called Lost Girls. And the song that I am going to recommend is called Kids in the Dark. Okay, I'll have to go and listen to that And one it's very like, very cinematic, very sort of ethereal, very Bat nice. for Lashes. Sounds good. Yeah, and it's like, you definitely have to be in the right mood for Bat for Lashes because yes. they like do that kind of like singing that you can't really like discern what the words are and mm. it's like a bit, um, but <laughs> it is good. Okay, so great. So I would recommend that song. What about you? My track of the week is from Pine Grove, who, do you know Pine Grove? <laughs> this is another one. She's laughing at me. Fucking hell. We don't have time for this this, this week, Olivia. We do not have time for you to troll me. <laughs> <laughs> Pine Grove, one of my favourite bands, and um, they have, well, they're releasing a new album soon. They've released a new track called Moment, um, and it's very good, and I love Pine Grove. I've been listening to a lot of them recently because, A, I'm sad, and B, they're very good (laughs) sad music, and B, um, because I've been ill, I don't really want anything, like, too harsh and, like, loud or, like, so I'm really looking forward to this gig. (laughs) No, I am, I am, I am. Um, but they're very nice and sort of soft and, like, just soft good. And soft and gentle. Uh, but they're very also hard-hitting to the heart. Um, so, yeah, my track of the week is Moment by Pine Grove, and it's a good one. And last but not least, as we rattle towards the end of this week's episode, it is time for... Celine Watch! So, this week, there's loads of stuff going on with Celine, so you'll is... be pleased to know. <laughs> I was going to say slam-packed. She is, definitely slam-packed, she's, everybody. She's slam-packed, is, is good old Celine. Tell me what's going on. I've, I've, so, you've been doing so much Celine work, you have. Loads of bits have been going on. 
Um, I know that you mentioned this to me um, a few weeks ago from when I was off, but it bears repeating. Mm. So there is an article, it's a little bit old now for Celine Watch, but please go and find it. It's on The Guardian. <laughs> it's timeless. It's from July and it's an interview with actress Gemma Chan. And the title of the article is Nothing Will Top the Night I Pole Dance with Celine Dion on a Bus. Oh yes, yeah, I read that at the time. Yeah, and it um, talks about this good. like absolute moment for life where she spends half an hour like going from her hotel to like an award ceremony with Celine Dion and all of her dancers doing like pole dancing and apparently there's a video and she's like i will rather die than let that video come to light yeah. but it was like very special for me yes so, I, I also saw her talking about that on the one show really <laughs> it's like as soon as she said it everyone's asking it on every single like interview and stuff and i saw her talking about the one show i thought it was funny i mean how can you not bring that up i mean that is just the gift that keeps on giving there's so many questions absolutely um also in abc news this week celine dion has said that she's building a fashion playground <laughs> Um, she doesn't does like mean? she doesn't like being called the queen of fashion. Okay, but it's hard to think of her as anything else. She has just made both. Did people, she say that herself? <laughs> yeah, she has actually just made People's and Vanity Fair magazine's annual best dress oh, list. Stunning. Why wouldn't she? Her looks this year have been on fire. Yes, um, and apparently. Um, and the article just talks about how many shoes she has and it's just very celebratory. So Aww. absolute congrats, Celine, for being a fashion darling. And, and for she being has you. also come out this week and said that she has enough music for the next four albums. Oh, stunning. We love confidence. <laughs> so unlike Nicki confidence Minaj, in you. Celine Dion won't be retiring anytime, <laughs> anytime soon. Anytime soon, thank God. So music for the next four albums and she is set to release her... 12th English language Jesus. LP Courage in November so that'll be a huge oh, she's got both longing. confidence and courage love to see it love to see it so yeah I think there's like three things there from Celine so stunning stunning and we've blazed through them love and it absolutely <laughs> what's the word um fertile bounty <laughs> from Celine we're so rich with you. Celine this week yes thank you Celine keep doing everything anyway we're gonna go off to this gig and yes, we have we zero time so we're gonna sign yeah. off but as per usual you can get in touch with us at queer longing on twitter at queer longing on instagram you can email us queer longing at gmail.com please just slide into dms tweet us send us an email pigeon post us do whatever you want we have got some merch if you want it let us know we'll <laughs> send it to you you have to pay us that's just yes, the breaks absolutely um and while we're off uh headbanging to partner and having a great old time we will be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next week bye you just you just deleted it you just closed the tab You need to make that stop. Where's it coming from? That one. Oh, it's we're making Wake French up. toast. French toast of your dreams. Okay, that's over. <laughs>